So here's the best thing about being on a stage. Um, the lights blind us, and we can't tell how many of you are there. Welcome to Later Nights with Late Nights Minneapolis! This is the, what, third in our, fourth in our series of live, po live podcast recordings. Um, I am your host, Stephen Montenegro. All of the people that you see here tonight are involved in the cast and crew of Late Nights Minneapolis, the best late nights television show that's not on television. Uh, third Sunday of every month, 7.30 p.m. at the Phoenix Theater. It's on a Sunday, so 7.30 p.m. is late enough. Uh, you've already heard that joke tonight, if you're in the theater. <laughs> but um, if you're in the podcast, you haven't. It's new to you. <laughs> Um, what we're going to do for everyone listening at home is some sketches from our main stage show, uh, some sketches that we wrote just for this, some half-written, half-game type content, and uh, some fully improvised content uh, that may or may not involve us drinking. Um, and then for the people just in the theater, drinking. <laughs> um, but you don't get to hear that if you're listening at home. So screw you, people that aren't here. Uh, judging by the amount of people that I can hear out there, there's approximately seven billion of you that aren't here. What are you doing? Hey, we are so cult that we know every one of our audience members. That's that's a pretty special place to be. Uh, yeah, that's great. Um, uh, I feel I feel great about that. We uh, did it. Um, at the top of every show, uh, we like to do a thing called today's question. Um, where I ask a question of everybody in the cast uh, while saying their name one or more times uh, so that the people at home have the chance to maybe match names to voices later on in the show. You will forget. It'll be fine. Whatever. Um, really sold that. Uh, <laughs> today's question is, um, it's timely. What is your favorite Winter Olympic sport? And we're going to start all the way on the other end with Ian Fishman. Hey, I'm Ian Fishman, and I have a favorite Olympic sport. Uh, mine, mine is actually, uh, so I'm a big hockey fan otherwise, but uh, I used to do a lot of skiing. And so uh, in particular, um, I really love two of the types of skiing, uh, slalom because I know how hard that is, because I, I used to try to do that, and I was awful. Um, and uh, the moguls, uh, the freestyle, because I never really tried to do that because I was always awful at it. But I know how hard that is. So um, I guess you've blown through all of my follow-up questions. I asked you a question with like a one-word answer, and you turned it into a story about how you're basically an Olympian. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, off of that, I once finished 162nd out of 163 people in a ski race. I was going to cut you off, but like, I'm glad I let that go. <laughs> <laughs> Up next is uh, our, late nights, um, our, our late night stage director, uh, Shay. I don't know your last name anymore. Roberts. Okay, it's still Roberts. Yeah, we can go with Roberts. Great. Shay Roberts. Yeah. What is your favorite Winter Olympic sport? I, Shay Roberts, unlike Ian Fishman, was actually good at slalom skiing. Oh. And a boom, sick burn. All right. <laughs> I mean, when were you on the varsity ski team? Whoa. When I was in junior high. Oh, I'm bored of this now. <laughs> 
Um, and I'm also really, really fond of um, the curling, but the videos that they make after the Olympics where they put cats in f instead of the curling thing. So your favorite Winter Olympic sport is viral videos. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Up next, Rachel Teagle. Hey, hey. So um, I was going to say moguls because it looks so painful, like ouch, 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 going down those little hills. But I think secretly I have been watching a lot of figure skating videos on like I'm like oh my god Nathan Chen can do four five quads I can't believe it like I know what I'm talking about and like I really understand this thing I don't although I can say that Christy Yamaguchi used to train at the ice rink in my childhood mall. There's an <laughs> so ice that's rink what I got in the mall. Yeah, I have a similar story where at Valco. I used to I used to when I used to play hockey in Portland we'd get kicked off of the rink sometimes because Tanya Harding wanted it. <laughs> And you do what Tanya Harding says. Right. No, you or seriously else. do. I saw that movie. <laughs> Up next, Ada Walton. Yes. I also love figure skating. Uh, my mom named my middle name because of a figure skater, Katarina Vitt. So I feel like oh, I have yeah. to love figure skating, but I also, I'm a dancer. I love it. I love the technicalities and the nuance of it. And but not I'm ice obsessed. dancing? No, ice dancing is good. And I've gotten into it today, specifically today, not any other today. days. But today I watched about like two hours worth of ice dancing. So I feel like I should say ice dancing because the twizzles are fantastic. But figure skating has got me. Jumps, man. Jumps and lifts. Ugh. We're going to acknowledge the emergency vehicle going by outside um, mm -hmm. and then dig into twizzles. <laughs> twizzles. Nope. Guys. Twizzles are a thing. It's when your blade... Okay, I'm going to get this wrong, so someone will eventually get mad, maybe. But um, it's when you're like <laughs> no doing a consecutive set of turns on one, on one skate. So your blade's just like going like a little whoop, 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 whoop. And you can't stop and people fall out of them all the time. Apparently, it's the ice dancer's most dreaded part of their program. The oh. twizzle section. <laughs> See, I would have assumed that the most dreaded part of the program would be the bears section. You'd think. But twizzles. bears aren't that quick on ice. So. Exactly. I have a random follow-up question to that. Do you know why they're called twizzles? I didn't go that far into the Wikipedia okay. page. Okay. Aww. We can I, look I'm, it up I later. Mean, you'd think it'd be at the top. Right? Yeah. You'd think they'd be like, this is why you're here. <laughs> I got through one it's named blade. named after John Twizzle. <laughs> <laughs> No relation his, to Twizzlers. His, his, his children invented Twizzlers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were originally called Twizzles and Sons licorice-like candy. Aww. <laughs> Cute. Up next, Lauren Schwein. Um, uh, mine is also figure skating, but for a much more selfish reason, because I watch it, and it's so fantastic and so difficult that I don't feel bad because I know I could never physically accomplish that. It's like watching like the shuttle launch. Just like, well, I'm not smart enough to know how to do that. So yay. Because there's that one sport where you're just on skis and you just go down a hill and then you just see how far you can go. I could do that with time. <laughs> That's a great point. I do think you may be overstating the complications of a shuttle launch. I think it's mostly pressing one big button. <laughs> I think there's a lot of steps right up until that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's probably why U.S. Figure Skating got rid of their motto. U.S. Figure Skating, smarter than NASA. And I like that you really dumbed it all down with, I could do that in time. Couldn't anyone yeah, say that about it, anything? It, it's, it's like American Ninja Warrior. I'm not str that strong now. I'm like, the, the chick who used to be the receptionist where I used to work hangs out at a ninja gym. She used to just do yoga. Uh, <laughs> her, I could get there. Her upper body strength is spiraling. <laughs> Up next, uh, 
Late Nights Minneapolis host, Joe Rapp. Great. Uh, what is your I, favorite Winter Olympic sport, to reiterate the question? Uh, uh, hockey, I guess. I don't know. You know, honestly, I don't. I know people are going to hate me. I don't really watch the Olympics all that much. I do. Like, it's good. <laughs> So, no, I on, love it. On. I love it because it's bringing the world together. However, <laughs> I don't honestly care all that much. Those are, Gallup those poll, are amazing. Ads. Gallup poll this morning said only about thirty percent of Americans plan to tune into one hour of Olympic coverage or more. So mm. I am in the majority. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't have to be so proud of yourself. <laughs> I was gonna say that's why nobody likes you, man. Yeah, like, yeah that's probably that, true. The last time a whole country full of people like you got proud of being in the majority, <laughs> terrible things happened. Hey, now that is true. Okay, I do have a question though. So is there is this an Olympic sport of? Uh, where you're skiing, but you're shooting at stuff. Yeah. Biathlon. That's a. Is that an Olympic sport? Yeah, yeah. that's an Olympic that sport. That is the stupidest, weirdest, most awesome thing. Most ever. American thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was which, gonna say that's like that's how you survive the winter is you ski somewhere and then you shoot a thing to to <laughs> then climb into or we've, eat. Do you not much... have a winter gun, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's proud of himself. He's blonde hair and blue eyed, but at least he's unarmed. <laughs> Next, our tech, Eric. Uh, like others on this stage, I too am an accomplished athlete. Uh, my sport is synchronized slipping. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. U.S. the the U.S. Uh, has a has a strong tradition of synchronized slipping. Yeah, and many years of practicing here in here in Minneapolis. Yeah, um, like that jerk at the carryout near me that never salts his sidewalk. <laughs> He knows who he is, and he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, jerk at the carryout. Hey, what about you, Steven Montenegro? Oh, my favorite Olympic sport? Yeah. Is curling. Just curling. <laughs> it's the best sport. Yeah, curling. Yeah. Any, 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 anything else on curling? Like, what is it about curling that is fascinating to you? Besides what? just, it is the best. It's the best sport. He's Canadian. First of all. <laughs> that, means that, it, that means that it should be like his fourth best sport. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Somebody else like hockey Sir, and all the iterations of hockey. You have besmirched the fine name of Canadian curling. Yeah, the Canadian sports go in order badminton, curling, <laughs> dancing, and basketball. But yeah, but badminton, badminton, dancing, and basketball are summer sports. Then hockey's in there somewhere. Um, yeah, uh, no, it's curling because one, uh, you can drink while you do it. In fact, it's encouraged. <laughs> Two... Um, two, the guy that won the gold medal, the gold medal skip at the last, uh, at the last Winter Olympics was like 58 years old and like 70 pounds overweight. <laughs> so you're saying that this is like, this is, you like this because it's attainable for you. It's not just, first of all, rude. <laughs> but still true. Second of all, it's a, it's, it's a sport full of strategery. It's like. It's like imagine watching. It's like imagine watching American football and actually knowing what was happening. That's how I feel about curling. <laughs> We're moving on. From this. Uh, quick tech note: uh, Ian Fishman, voiceover professional, back yeah. off the mic. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like everyone I'm else. Like, you're doing great. Boom, burn. I'm used to being right here. Yeah, yeah you're not helping the recording, buddy. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're going to move into our first sketch of the night. It's a sketch that was written by our very own Lauren Schwein for something else. 
Uh, a second city online class thank you very much oh great another story about how someone's basically an Olympian um, uh, it was written for a second city online class and you get to hear it here um, uh, it features oh, only two of our cast members that Three, is correct uh, it's not listed in the character thing but Joe is Mike oh that's right Joe's Mike yeah. I forgot um, uh, so in this instance uh, take it away Rachel Right. Oh, thank you so much for coming over so quickly. I'm just not getting any water pressure. No problem at all. That's what I'm here for. Is something wrong? Jesus, Mary and Joseph, what have you done to this apartment? Oh, was I not supposed to hang posters? I mean, I used command strips so it wouldn't hurt the wall. What is all this stuff doing in here? Stuff? You mean my furniture? Look at this. What even is this? Wrought iron? Stop shaking my bed. I can't even imagine what the weight of this thing is going to do to the structural integrity of this building. I agreed to rent you this space with the understanding that you were simply going to occupy it with your body. You thought I'd sign... You thought I'd sign a lease in an apartment that I couldn't put my stuff in? Your rent's going to have to go up by 500 Maybe $600 to pay for the steel reinforcements we'll have to put in. I'll know for certain after I'm done weighing all your belongings. Whoa. I am not going to let you weigh all of my belongings. This has happened before. Don't worry. I came prepared. You just had a luggage scale. You never know when you'll need it. Good God, 12 pounds. Now that'll be at least another $30. Okay, you can't charge me rent by the pound. Step back, ma'am, or I will have you arrested. I'm a volunteer firefighter, and the police will take my call. Uh, put my chair down. 60 pounds, six zero pounds. You're trying to kill us? You know this place was built in the 20s, right? They had chairs in the 20s. Don't tell me what they had. I've seen photos. There were no chairs. This is ludicrous. I'm allowed to keep possessions in my apartment. Knock, knock. Liz, are you home? I just wanted to bring over a small housewarming gift. Not today, plant boy. Karate chop. My plant? Why? That's it. Everybody out. This place could come crashing down any moment. 911, we have an emergency. The building has been compromised. Uh, Joanne, you told me... We told you not to call anymore. Please get off this channel. I repeat, the building has been compromised. And blackout. <laughs> Boy, there are twice as many people in that sketch as I thought there were. That is, that is on me. You're a great operator, though. I, I am. Yeah, um, no, we didn't even cast for that. That was a good jump in. I know. Like, can you imagine the confidence it would imbue you with if you like really needed nine one one and you called and you heard ah? <laughs> <laughs> you got me in the middle of my pastrami. I, don't know. <laughs> I like to put the bologna on the flat top for a minute before it goes on the sam. What did you say was going on with you there? <laughs> Um, that's what I got. That's what that character. That character leads a rich inner life. <laughs> My on the flat top. It was very well fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I like to really get into the really get into all of my roles. Uh, I've been living as that nine nine one one operator for about three months now. <laughs> I'm super method, you guys. Uh, that um, all this patter is like it's really focused on the sketch and what inspired it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what we what we liked and didn't like about it, our hopes and dreams. I have no hopes and dreams. That, that. <laughs> that I hope only to eat bologna that's been on a flat Wait, top. Briefly. Did you say you wrote this for a Second City thing? Yeah. Like a, what? What was it like? A I just took the like intro one on one online sketch writing class, and I wrote it over the summer. Did they all love it? Um, it was. It's really weird taking their online classes because like people have to comment online, and no one really does. So I just kind of 
enjoyed it by myself in a vacuum. <laughs> Do they troll you like every other website? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, great. <laughs> there's, just, there's just some guy on there who's like, uh, who's, whose handle is Northern Hammer 43 constantly calling you a cuck for some reason. Well, yeah, I mean, they're always linking to the men right, men's rights activist subreddit, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, um, that's the worst Yelp review Second City has ever received. <laughs> We're sorry, Second City, in wherever these classes are based out of. The, the internet. internet. <laughs> that's why they're always calling you a cuck. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, next up tonight. Thanks for making that, uh, thanks for making that useful, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> next up tonight is, oh, this is a... This is a very Lauren-heavy show at the top. It's oh, a yeah. sketch that uh, that Lauren wrote for Late Nights last season. Yeah. For our Valentine's Day show, which is why I think, right? Yeah. Which is why we are presenting it here, um, uh, because we're nearish Valentine's and Day. And it's so romantic. It, it's super romantic. Um, the mood in here is set very nicely. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, that light is pink. Aw. <laughs> I'm doing that heart thing with my hand. For the listeners at home, I look just like Justin Bieber. I'm eating chocolate. Aw. Wow, we're, we're a lovey bunch tonight. Fucking uh, liars. I was actually doing the heart thing. That's true. Don't Eric's confuse the listeners listening to this podcast. I was doing it. Stephen was doing a thing. Eric was lying. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's get into it. Take it away, Ian. Uh, dating apps are so confusing. How are, how are you supposed to know which one to use? Are you tired of dating websites? OkCupid, Tinder, Match.com, walking up to strangers in Whole Foods and begging them to love you? You've tried them all. Now try This Is It, the last dating website you'll ever use. Log on to your app store and download the This Is It app and you'll be ready in no time. Wow, that was easy. Use the simple interface to upload a photo. I hope this is a good one. It doesn't matter what you look like. Really? Really. Ooh, sounds like a match. I don't know. She doesn't seem like my type. This is its user selection technology doesn't take into consideration your likes, dislikes, fears, aspirations, current number of children, or sexual orientation. It just matches you with the first person available. Yeah, but she's a horse butcher. This is it, because now she's your wife. Wait, what? This is it's patented user agreement includes a clause that legally binds you to the first person we match you with. We've matched thousands of couples, and our success stories speak for themselves. I like to knit hats for dogs. I sell Confederate money on the internet. We've been married for six months. I wouldn't call it love. But I did convince him to call me his wife. It's whatever. It's my greatest achievement. <laughs> this is it. Because at least you're together. I downloaded This Is It after a bottle of Chardonnay. I'm gay. I was looking for a man. It's not perfect. But we found ways to make it work through shared mutual hatreds. We both hate Katie Couric. Sometimes we'll stay up all night drinking wine and talking about what a horrible person she is. She's so horrible. She really is. This is it thrives on each user's intense fear of dying alone. Be honest with yourself. Would you rather have standards and be alone, or have a partner who you kind of like and also knows the Heimlich remover? <laughs> Add in the complicated process for filing for divorce, and this is it's success rate is unmatched by all apps, including pizza delivery trackers. 
Her bed is in a meat locker. This is it. Because you're married now. And blackout. I have to say, for all slips of the tongue that could have happened there, Heimlich Remover really just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. It's yeah. really what it's yeah. designed for. It removes something. People yeah. choke on those more than they choke on anything. Yeah. On, on Heimlichs. I mean, I guess. Kind of like a backwards. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, uh, accidentally timely hatred of Katie Kirk. Yeah. Um, she's all over the Olympics coverage all the time. You could stay up all night hating her right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I when you said that I was trying to th- I was going through like my mental Rolodex of like what did she do? Like, <laughs> like what now? Not She's Katie. a horse butcher. Okay. <laughs> well, last year you could hate people who weren't you know politicians and it made sense. <laughs> yeah, like because this year, now if we wrote the sketch now, the first three lines would be. Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. Ew. <laughs> Back then, you could just hate whoever you wanted because yeah. it was funny. Now you just hate people that are gross because there's so many of them. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're all in agreement on that. We kind of feel, kind of feel bad about hating, Kate, yeah. hating on Katie Kirk so much. I know, right? Like, she did that bus thing do? on TV. Should what? we send her a card? Yeah, let's send her a card. Aww. Aww. That's nice. Hmm. We're good people. Yeah. <laughs> that was Katie Kirk, right, that did that butt thing on TV? What'd she do yeah. with her oh, butt? She did the colonoscopy live Yeah, because her yeah. husband that died yeah. from... butt thing. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember the word, oh, and boy. you all knew what I... One of you knew what I was talking about, <laughs> and apprised the others. We're moving on. <laughs> I've gotten what I needed out of that segment. <laughs> um, we're gonna play a little game quick. Uh, uh, we've all heard politicians or people on witness stands refuse to respond to hypothetical, hypothetical situations or questions. And sometimes it goes the other way. People talk to their lawyers in hypotheticals to avoid incriminating themselves or even write books in hypotheticals because they're broke. Uh, OJ. Either way. <laughs> Hey, there's a person that we could have hated on years ago and can still hate on. Aww. Just got out of jail. So watch yourselves, ladies that used to be married to him. Aww. No. No. I think we need to send him a card. <laughs> I don't think OJ's the one you sent a card in that instance. He didn't um. say it was nice. That's true. Just a real mean card. Real nasty gram. A card that just says, fuck you, OJ. Nasty grams definitely exist, and that is not what they are. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I get it. Wow, that would be really awkward. I'll send him a nasty gram. Back to the pre-written setup. (laughs) Either way, when the hypothetical questions start, you know people are going to get themselves in trouble. So now I'm going to ask the cast to respond to a series of hypothetical questions. One by one. Let's start with Rachel. Rachel. Yes, let's. Hypothetically, (laughs) if you were going to crash a boat for the insurance money, Mm. which member of the Happy Days cast would you have help you, and how would you do it? Oh. Wasn't Chachi on Happy Days, that guy? Scott Scott Joni Wait, does he die, or does he help me and get the money? Your choice. Okay, if he dies, it's Scott Baio. If he lives, it's Henry Winkler, and then we get to be friends. I feel like that's not a hard I, question at all. It, it's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> there really is only one answer. Yeah. But you did incriminate yourself. Oh. oh. And now you don't got Scott Bayo's corpse to take the to take the rap for no, it. No, I couldn't. I have 
pinned it on Scott Baio's corpse but like I least, always planned. But at least we could say Scott Baio's corpse now. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. You should send him a card. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Ada next. Ada, hypothetically, if you were going to steal a fire truck, how would you use it to harm Kirk Cameron? <laughs> we're just on a theme now. Yeah. This, I feel like I should have thought about this a lot. Okay. So Everybody's thought do, about it at least a little. Just a little bit. So I would throw like um, something that seems like it would be like an outdoor fair, um, something that he would definitely go to for a public speaking appearance, make it seem like we really want to hear all about his movies and his thoughts about his movies, because that's what would really bring him out. Oh, he doesn't and, talk about his movies anymore. He now talks about how bananas prove that evolution isn't real. Well, that's part of his movies. Have you seen his movies? <laughs> Come on. No one really bananas has. Bananas might have feelings about like bananas being left behind. I don't really know. So anyways, <laughs> you get in there, you ask him a lot of questions, so he's distracted, and then before you know it, fire truck just boom, straight through the crowd. That isn't there. Jesus! Oh! I crowd, and then I realized that there probably wouldn't be a crowd. Um, oh, oh, okay. 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 That's a very effective the, way to make sure that you get him, though, is to just, like, I'm taking out a crowd and he will be in it. Like, I would find out where he lives and drop five nuclear weapons on that city. <laughs> just to be clear, I don't want to, like, I don't want to take out a crowd of people. I just want to take out him. Um, and if I happen to take out a crowd of people. And they're going to run. They're going to be trained. They're going to be Olympians and they're just going to run. <laughs> they're going to part like the Red Sea oh, and they just take out Kirk and everyone will think the fire truck's a hero. I kind of just want to end this segment now, but there's so many more people to get to. <laughs> Lauren. Yes, I don't think there's anything to say, but, sh but sure. Hypothetically speaking, mm -hmm. how would you inflict more damage to people we all hate than that somehow? Um. Like, you, like I mean, you've really got the... Batman's like rogues gallery uh, open-ended question here. You seal both exits to Ikea? Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and then, I mean, just dealer's choice. Fire, like, you know, some sort of powder that is a disease. Um, just <laughs> a lot. Take, get all the monkeys from the zoo, put them in a really small container, um, don't feed them for three days, shake them, and then let them in there. That I mean, so they just, I mean, but you gotta figure there's like 2,000 people in Ikea at any given time. That's true. I mean, if you wanna go, if you wanna go full scale, you go Mall of America, but that one's just not as funny. Okay, um, I'm gonna just clarify real quick. Yeah. We're not gonna do any. No, of I don't wanna, things. no, of course. <laughs> I don't wanna hurt the monkeys. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm but, not a monster. But, I've just played a lot of Sims. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't make their entire house a pool and then take away all the stairs? So. <laughs> So back when I had Sims 1, there were less creative, you had to be more creative to kill people. You, what you would do is you would build a room and then fill it with fireplaces and take out the door and have them light all the fireplaces. Pause the game, fill the room with wooden furniture, start the game, and then fire. Oh. <laughs> it took a while, but it was great. Uh, these last two have been horrifying. <laughs> all right, you think you can do better, Joe. I really don't. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, if there were 30 koalas, Aww. 40 uh -oh, kittens, Aww. and two children in a burning building, who would you save? The koalas, the kittens, or the children? Uh, are koalas uh, You may, uh, probably. Okay. I don't know. 
Yeah. They're from I, Australia. I may what? Sorry, what is the qualifier? Uh, you may uh, you may choose, um, you may choose one uh, one of the two partners from the show Chips to assist you with this. <laughs> uh, can we interject with like facts? Yeah. Um, koalas are mean and they like bathe in their own pee. Is it? I was gonna say, are koalas the a, ones that are mean? They're really yeah. mean. I have a follow-up question. Okay. There are definitely some children that do that too. Fair. Yeah. Fair. I have a follow-up question. They have smaller claws, though. Is it yeah. good smelling yeah. pee? I, I don't know. Okay. There's good smelling yeah. pee. Yeah. I don't know. eat a lot there of eucalyptus. Is it like a, I think a bath salt oh. aroma? <laughs> Like, I mean, it's like, there, there's it's gotta soothing. be a reason yeah. they bathe in it, right? If there was an okay. animal okay. so had good smelling pee. The koalas are dead. The koalas, we've killed off the koalas. It was only 40 of them. Okay. They're very mean. It's Nobody like, likes them. That's they like, have gross smelling pee. They all eat asparagus. Even if they're all, <laughs> even if they're all <laughs> males, that's at the most 80 koala penises. Exactly. <laughs> Why was it penises? Because okay. koalas have two dicks. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, yikes. Fun fact. Gross. Can't the three vaginas, uh, so. So wait, what were the other? There's really? oh kittens. Thirty and then, kittens, two children. I, wow, I am going to also offend some of our cast. I'm not a big cat person. Wow, all right. So, I was really hoping that you were just gonna say like I'm just not into children enough to to like save them so, at all. So Joe's wait, that's favorite. The, that's Joe's, the reason you're saving the children because you're not into <laughs> kittens. Hey, everyone's got their reasons. You're Joe's a bad person mine. for two Joe. reasons. Yeah. You don't save any of those. You save the fire truck. That's the fire truck that killed Kurt Cameron. <laughs> All famous. right, fair enough. Wow, figured that one out. I am set. Okay, I don't I've got to do a, anything. I've got a hypothetical follow-up question for Joe. Yeah. Would you choose to save the kittens if they would then become the targets in the biathlon, and would that make you watch the Winter Olympics? Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that's pretty. I mean, come on. If you saw, no offense, if you saw a cat <laughs> blow up, that would be wild. They're like tiny 22 caliber rifles, Joe. They're just designed to hit targets. Well, guess what? Uh, that cat head. This is a phase that should have oh, left you at like age nine. nine. No, like, this is just like the first episode when you were trying to kill all those dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Joe shows up for later nights, he just hypothetically kills off entire populations of things. We're really, this is the way to get everyone to listen to all of the other ones. <laughs> okay, um, uh, a palate cleanser here. <laughs> After I killed cats. Oh, Eric, hypothetically speaking, do you prefer tea or coffee? Hypothetically? <laughs> tea. But in reality? Coffee. Yeah. Oh, okay. What 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 is it that what is it about tea that made you want us to believe that you were a person that liked tea more? It just seems uh cultured. Oh, good point. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a, that's a really good point. I appreciate your honesty. Hey. I appreciate how no one died in that scenario. Oh, Dun dozens died. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Do tea you know of? how tea is made? The slaves in the tea mines, yeah. yeah. Um, fair trade tea, though? Fair trade slave mined tea? No, thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, this got sorry. dark quick. <laughs> well, nobody died, so you figured out a way in there. Ian Fishman. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, uh huh. If, uh, if you were shooting the world's largest super rocket into space, uh huh. 
who would be the payload <laughs> that just floated through space with a webcam on them? Wait, really? Uh, you... Yeah, I'll just volunteer as tribute. Like you're doing like yeah. a you're doing like, doing like a major Tom sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I will. Yep, I'll just. Yep, that seems great. Uh, I'm curious as to now, like, why? Why, like? I don't know. It'd be fun. First corpse in space. Yeah. There are other corpses. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not true. <laughs> Come on. First Might, female corpse. I think in space. maybe. <laughs> I think Sorry. you're right. I think it might be the first female corpse in space. Also, first uh, corpse with a baby in space. Aww. Wow. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're, you're dying from lack of atmosphere for two now. Don't do that. First, though. First. It's a great point. Um, you want to answer the question, Ian, or you just want to let it sit at that very unsettling <laughs> no, announcement uh, from Shay? I, uh... I don't know why he's. I I, I kind of know why he's always drawn my ire. But um, Mark McGuire. Ooh, good answer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to watch his forearms explode in the vacuum of space. <laughs> <laughs> and I just picture him like trying to like continuously trying to still like all I ever picture for him is just like golfing out home runs anyway, so I picture him trying to... Like, hit that. asteroids and get momentum to go back no, home? No, 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 like, he's still inside, and he's just, like, hitting them, and it's just bouncing around, and he goes oh, and inside the rocket. It. Yeah, and he goes and collects it and tries to do it again. Oh, it's like a forever batting cage for him. This batting cage will be your spacey tomb! Yes, and, oh, man, yeah, I, uh... Yeah, Mark McGuire. That's, That's good. Fine. That's good. Can Thank I have you. a confession? I didn't. I thought you were talking about Mark McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know who that other person is, but I feel like that you An could interchange good them. answer. Put, yeah, put, I was put, put them together them? out there. Mark yeah. McGuire, Mark okay. McGrath, yeah. Yeah. Sugar Sugar Ray yeah. and uh and a former home run champion like that's yeah. or the singer of Sugar Ray rather not Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. yeah. Or Sugar Ray Robinson or yeah. uh there's other guys named Sugar. There's a, there's, there's a other Sugar Rays out there. Um, but yeah. Who knew? Not me. <laughs> That's okay. I'm learning a lot tonight too, so this is this is good. This is educational. Yeah. Um, Shay. Finally. Yes. Hypothetically speaking. Uh I I did not write enough of these down, so oh. I'm thinking real quick. Great. Um, if hypothetically my favorite person on the cast is Rachel. What? <laughs> but reality? You didn't need to. You didn't need to interject to let me down like that. Okay, wait. But hypothetically, that's hypothetically. In reality, Shay, it's clearly myself. Okay, well. <laughs> wait, you're shooting yourself into space with your baby. I know. <laughs> How cool am I? <laughs> Boy, the. Man, Shay's my favorite too now. Yeah, right. <laughs> this has gotten weird, but <laughs> hypothetically speaking, when you shoot yourself into space, yes. describe what you're wearing. Oh, oh, oh. obviously I'm wearing a 1932 Givenchy gown. Made, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's uh, it is vintage glory. Uh, think like Empire State Building, but uh, like structurally in a gown. Mm. So yep. you're a, you're an Art Deco skyscraper. Correct. But you're what? Like I'd say five seven, five eight. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and you're in space. And, and you're space. theoretically frozen solid and with child. Uh, and it's so great. <laughs> Think of how statuesque I look. Man, no, you're right though. That's some that's some art right there. They talk about suffering for your art. Yep. I appreciate your commitment to this. Hold Thank up. Thank you. 
Stephen, would you ask a male candidate to be shot in this space what he was wearing? Uh -huh. Yeah. Would oh. you ask her more? Ask her more. Hypothetically. Hashtag sick burn. Um, yes, I would. Because the correct answer is a uh, red, white, and blue American flag jumpsuit and a sick motorcycle helmet. <laughs> okay, withdrawn. <laughs> hey, Steven. Yeah. I, ha I have a hypothetical for you. Okay. Uh, although, if anybody else does, uh, uh, yeah, I'm happy to pass it off, but I have one for you. Just, if, yeah. you could have any, uh, if you could have any alter ego in the world, any, uh, any pseudonym, so to speak, what would you choose? Ooh, I would be named after Gordy Howe. <laughs> That guy was a baller! That was pretty great. He was constantly getting in fights, uh, scoring goals, drinking beers. He, like, I think he got in his last fist fight while standing on tiny little strips of metal on ice at the age of like 62 years old. He was ancient. And he also has an entire sport named after him as Mr. Hockey. That's, that's, that's a great yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that would be sweet to be named after that guy. That's a good answer. That's Everybody good, yeah. would respect you. <laughs> Instead, you have a really boring name. So I know. Sorry, uh, moving on. <laughs> um, that's that's been hypothetical situations. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really give it up. <laughs> so if that wasn't bleak enough for you, <laughs> we'll play another game quick. This one will go quicker. Uh, uh, hopefully. Um, this game is called. Uh, funeral for an acquaintance. Um, <laughs> I just want to take the opportunity here on Later Nights to announce some sad news. We recently lost a longtime member of the Late Nights family. Our janitor of over 30 years, Bud, recently passed away. Oh, no. Don't aw like that. He was 98 years old and bound to die eventually. Yeah. Also, we think he might have been a war criminal. But he was our war criminal. So we thought we'd take a few minutes to share some stories about Bud. He wasn't for everyone, but we just figured we'd give him a bit of a wake here. So anybody, anybody have, a, have a story about Bud that they want to share with the, with the room? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, you know, if, if you're, if people on the cast know, I'm not much of a dancer. However, uh, Bud, did uh, teach me how to dance. Um, he put a wig on his mop and taught me how to ballroom dance. Really? Yeah. Doesn't a mop already kind of have its own wig? Yeah, I didn't really want to ask questions. The guy was freaky. So. Wait, yeah. So was it already was it already on the mop or? <laughs> it was. He just kind of like came out of a closet real fast and said, "You want to learn how to ballroom dance?" And you were comfortable touching that mop. I mean, I wouldn't say I was comfortable, but I did it. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you did, what, the guy you was did old. what Bud said. Yeah. He was authoritative. He was cranky and authoritative, but yeah. the garbage has always got emptied. Yeah. Can you imagine, can you imagine being in a theater in which the trash was never emptied and there weren't paper towels in the dispensers yeah. and no one kept the temperature at a reasonable temperature? Can't even imagine. That would be so I know. Cool. Bud does so well for us here at the Bryant Lake Bowl. Or he did. He did. He did. Yeah. Rest, Rest his soul. Mm -hmm. um, it's probably in hell because apparently he was a war criminal. Uh. <laughs> well, I, actually, on that too, I, I think that it's important that like one of the, it, it's important to note that one of the things that that Bud taught me is that you know and and listening to he confided in me a lot of his stories about mm -hmm. the war. Um, 
And um, which war? I was never clear. V war. Oh, just the oh. war. The war. Yeah. I um, assume World War One then. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, he taught me a lot about um, about like you know you ever hear that phrase "pull yourself up from your bootstraps." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he That's... taught me about um, about pulling. Um, he did teach me about myself, um, but he also taught me about like, about what bootstraps were, um, and, and I, uh, I, I, it made me. These were things that like, I, they made me more more of a complete person. Okay. Um, yeah. It, he taught you about pulling and yourself. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Like did? Oh my god. Oh, Shay. <laughs> wow. Cool. Um, feel like I. Someone else can go. But if they want to. No, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, uh, Bud and I actually have a lot in common because we're both. Um, I'm usually more behind the scenes, um, with the with this group of fine individuals, and so Bud and I used to actually like share a lot of funny stories about like, <laughs> I guess what Joe Rap left in the in the bathroom again. <laughs> um. <laughs> Gosh. Oh man, I know so much. Those are shit for his insulin, you. Shay. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not just Joe. It's not just Joe, though. It's it's all of you. You are some weird fuckers. We're diabetic. <laughs> all of us. You know why we're diabetic, though? It's because Bud made that taffy. Remember that yeah. taffy? Oh yeah. Oh, 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 it was God, so good, but it made us all extremely diabetic. Yeah. And he oh. just kind of laughed about it and then sold us needles. Did you notice that? He already. Had the insulin needles ready to go. Wait, yeah. yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm starting to think that. <laughs> I'm starting to think he did that on purpose. No. We no. are the ones though that all agreed to take that blood oath to eat nothing but taffy for nine months. <laughs> what a nine months it was. <laughs> I know. These aren't my real teeth. I don't remember it. Mm-mm. Every now and then, like flashbacks will come back. Like it'll, but it'll always feel like a fever dream where it's like, did that actually, did that actually happen to me, or was that a, is that just something that you know, is it like a. You know when you uh, when you go to when you have a dream and it's like, but the world is plaid. Everything makes sense, but the world is plaid. You know, it's it's yeah, it just that, all yeah. swirls kind of together. Oh, the world is plaid though. Definitely noticed. Oh God, what? Have you have you been on the taffy again? Didn't you realize? <laughs> oh have you God. been on the taffy again? <laughs> <laughs> we just leave hypodermic needles all around, but we call eating candy being on the taffy. <laughs> Lauren, you sounded like you had a story well, about Well, I mean, it's not, a, it's not super notable because we had the same birthday. So every oh. year I got him a Starbucks gift card because I know how much he liked their coffee. And he got me a gallon-sized Ziploc bag full of sunflower seeds. Which That's a I, good gift. It, Were they shelled? Well, also, like, I think he re- I think he washes his Ziploc bags and reuses them, oh. so it was always kind of, like, dusty and, like, a little opaque, but, like, and then we just, a gallon of sunflower seeds is a lot of sunflower seeds, and I didn't eat them, I would just kind of, like, get rid of them, but, like, every year, like clockwork, a gallon of sunflower seeds. That's intense. It seemed expensive, too. I don't know where he gets them. <laughs> Does anybody else have a story about Bud they want to share? I just want to say, like, you keep using the word war criminal, and that's, (laughs) it sounds really bad when you say it that way. (laughs) But from what Bud told me, like, he was busted for war jaywalking and possession of three ounces of war War marijuana. (laughs) It was, like, not a big deal. But... He didn't have ration stamps for that marijuana. 
Okay, it was a different time. I get it. <laughs> Fair enough. More jaywalking. <laughs> he was a man of many stories, you know. Um, yeah, uh, you guys know how he always called me Butterfingers. He had like that weird nickname, oh, and no yeah, one understood. Yeah. So one day I was walking into the theater with coffee because I always have a nice coffee in my hand. You guys always see me, yeah. and um, I dropped it, and he goes, "Way to go." Butterfingers, and then the next show, he gave me some butter and some gloves because he thought the two things were just so funny. And I didn't have the heart to tell him that that was a really weird thing, but now I'm rethinking the war criminal thing. Maybe they're related. I don't know. <laughs> he, was, he was tried and convic convicted of offering the Kaiser butter gloves. <laughs> Maybe. Well, there's those those stories that you read about where all those like war criminals had all those dairy bonds. Yeah. <laughs> and bread is really good in Europe. It's true. So maybe it's a great point. It's just, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that's uh, I guess that's all the stories we have about our dead janitor Bud. Well, to be fair, they could. I mean, like we could spend hours it's and hours true. talking yeah. about Bud. That's all the stories that we want to share with others. Yeah. Some of them are just so personal and touching. Mm. So, Bud, if you're out there floating around like some sort of ghost. Go to heaven or something like that. Don't, don't tell just me what float to, around. Don't tell you what to do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and blackout. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, up next, uh, the second beat slash sequel to uh, a sketch that you already heard tonight that is from our main stage show called That Was That. So this was written by Ada, Ada Walton. Uh, and take it away, Ada. Hi there. You might remember me from the hit dating app, This Is It, the last dating website you'd ever use until now. Oh, me? No, I, I'm not dating. Technically, I'm off the market. It was a bad idea. Ah, uh, yes. The last time we saw you, you were married to a lovely... A horse butcher. Just like there's a butcher for every horse. There's, there's now an app to divorce that. Log on and download That Was That and you'll be free in no time. Well, sounds easy, but I don't know if I have a good enough reason to divorce her. Our patented drop-down menu has thousands of very normal reasons to choose from. <laughs> this is a, a pretty long list. Mm -hmm. Do you experience lack of communication, sleep screaming, unexpected <laughs> smells, huh. mumble mouth, restless vomiting, or sudden onset tiny hands? Just pick one and say, that was that, with just a couple of taps. Got it. Click confirm and a moving specialist will be on their way. Hey, uh, but shouldn't I say something to her first? That was that's divorce app. Doesn't take into consideration your schedule, our current legal system for divorce, or human decency. It just gives your previous spouse a notification that that was that and sends movers to their location. Oh, excuse me, my phone's ringing. Uh, hello? Oh, uh, she sounds mad. Wait, the mover is an Uber driver? That was that, because after this, you'll never have to talk to your ex-spouse again. We've divorced thousands of couples, and our success stories speak for themselves. Well, not much is different for old Rupert. Still got that Confederate money selling business that Claire was so judgy about. Rupert, I don't think you can sell money. Rupert, I googled it and it's illegal. Rupert, alligators don't make good pets. Good riddance. That was that, because no one will judge you or your decisions ever again. 
I guess we couldn't make it work. I'm gay, and I was looking for a man. We still live together. <laughs> Not enough room in the Uber. Neither of us have found the one, but 2017 is going to be our year. Individually. To be clear, I am available and interested in men. That's the only thing we have in common. And no app can take that away from us. <laughs> Make your 2017 to 2018 your years by burning everything left behind from 2017 and 2016 to the ground. <laughs> Figuratively. <laughs> that was that no longer condones burning flames of any other kind other than love. So when you're ready to get back out there, download our brand new apps, maybe this year, and someone to die with. Because <laughs> you never know. Hey, does anyone want some horse meat? I have a few freezers worth on my hands. <laughs> that was that, because you're divorced now. <laughs> Blackout. Um, uh, I, I just want to say one of my favorite lines of all time in doing this show is just like there's a butcher for every horse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, that's probably true, right? Like, you got to imagine that you can butch a horse pretty quickly. I think you can butch, butch more than one yeah, horse, though. Butch. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You do several. Yeah. I feel like there are, like... are a lot of horses that don't get butchered. Right. Well, you can blame Congress for that. Horses, right? <laughs> because it's illegal to butcher a horse in this country. Mm. Well, that's good, though. <laughs> <laughs> what about koalas, though? Well, you don't want to eat those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they've, they they've been me. marinating in their own pee, Joe. <laughs> Very tough. It does not make anything more tender. Yeah, Joe, can I interest you in some qual piece of ceviche? No, no one wants that. Okay, we're going to do something a little different now. Uh, we've all been writing for several years, and we've all been writing well for a couple of years. Which means we all have, we all have many years of content we should be embarrassed of. But we're not! How much crap did you write in high school that was good? None. <laughs> Unfortunately, the stuff that we wrote a decade ago didn't always survive in its entirety. So what we have next for you is scraps of stuff that three of the folks up here wrote years ago. And we couldn't find copies of these files from start to finish, so we're just gonna read what we have and then just figure out how we're gonna finish them up for you. So first up is a, a sketch that Ada wrote many years ago. I don't know how long ago. She might tell us. Um, I will uh, read stage directions and do sound effects. Ada, can you just cast the rest out? Yeah, um, this is about like five years old. I'm gonna do, okay, so Lauren, can you be Jesse? Yeah. Uh, Joe, do you wanna be Brian? Yeah. And then Rachel and Shay, do you wanna be the decorator and the painter slash sound effects that Gordy doesn't do? Yes. Or Steven, Steven doesn't do? So she just wanted to call you by your uh, by your hypothetical I got so name. Yeah, my cool hockey, hockey name. name. Yeah. <laughs> um. it felt like a thing. <laughs> so take it away, Joe. After knocking on door. Doom, doom, doom. Hey, uh, this is Brian. Uh, I'm not a serial killer, but I can help you find one in your building. Are you sure you're not a serial killer? It's been a little murdery this weekend. I wouldn't lie about that. I've, I've been endorsed several times on LinkedIn for my murdery sound identification expertise. That's exactly what a serial killer... Would say? <laughs> well, I know, but what can you do? Being clever is essential when marketing a skill in an overloaded market. All right, come on in. The penny stopped for a while, and then there was a thud, then there wasn't. Uh, well, did you check the internet? For observational murdery sound tweets? Of course I did. 
<laughs> this is what I'm dealing with. What does it mean? Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so, have you noticed animal sensitivities to echoes? Wait, 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 actually, don't answer that. How about fumes? Was it a fe- was it- what- was it the fume situation? The fume situation is average, I think? Oh, you- you think or you know? Doom, doom, doom. Oh, I, I, I don't have much fume experiment experience. This is life or death. What is the fume situation? It's been a little fumier than last month, but I didn't think it was important. Okay, you didn't think it was important. Well, I, I smell something. Well, it's important. It's the fumes. Okay, okay. It's been very fumey. Oh, it's been very fumey. It's fumey. Well, kind it's of fumey. fumey. It's, Use it's, that sniffer of yours and tell me the it's fumey situation. Like, not like eggs, not like paint, it's not smoke, it's kind of musky. Oh, oh. Wait, 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 wait. There's a musk. Wait, it's musky? It is musky. Oh, okay, that's not good. No, what, what's wrong? What, what does that mean? What, what, what does you know that what? mean? Um, you know, you might, uh, you, I think we need to leave right, right I now. Should, do I, I, can, can I pack a bag? No, what? there's no time. You actually don't want anything in here anymore. We're just, you know what? We're not even light a match. Well, okay, you, you, I feel like you're asking me to like destroy my home without even explaining anything. Yeah, that is exactly what I'm asking you. Destroy your home because you're not gonna ever want to come back. You don't want to actually move real far away. Yeah, okay, well, what, what's happening? You're just gonna, you're gonna tell me, or I'm not leaving until you tell me. What, what, what is it? Look, your house is trying to kill you. We're murder ghosts. Oh no! We're not. We're not the. We're not the safe kind of ghosts. No, the other kind. Great. Now the door's locked. Click. Oh. Now it is. Oh Boom. god. Okay. Well, I made a mistake. It oh. wasn't locked, and then it was. I. We Good cleaned catch. it up now. Nope. How? Not now. Brian, how did you know it was going to be locked? How did you know, Brian? <gasps> He's a very convincing human-looking murder ghost. Isn't he? <laughs> God damn it, I'm not using LinkedIn anymore. <laughs> and Blackout! <laughs> Everyone believes LinkedIn, you know? <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn seems like an odd place to go for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, People get endorsed for everything. How close was it to the original version it of the It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's sad. Uh, we're going to move on to our next bit of this here. Uh... This is um, a piece of a one-act that Rachel wrote in high school. Yep. She described it to me previously as The Breakfast Club Meets Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what survived from it and how we finish it up. Uh, Rachel, I'll read stage directions cool. again. You can go ahead and write, cast the rest out. All right, so we have as our characters Jeremy, the student body vice president and cross-country star. Um, I'm going to go with Ada on this one. Uh, Rita, a sarcastic drama queen with no respect for anyone but herself. Shay, can you give me some Rita? Beautiful. Kathleen, a driven student who does whatever she can to get the grade she needs. Lauren, I think that's got you all over it. Nice. Um, Al, who's a slacker on a first name basis with the principal. <laughs> I'm going to give that to Ian. Cool. And then Mr. Adams, the principal, has no lines because he's dead. All right. <laughs> but he is in the yes. character but he list. He is in the character list. The and was played by our actual vice principal in high school. So, take, interesting. Right? <laughs> yep. Um, it was a thing. So, uh, take it away. I believe Ada. Yes. Hello? Mr. Adams? Must not be in. Well, then we shouldn't be. Let's go back and wait. Check this. Unlocking the principle within. <laughs> Dealing with psychological difficulties in adolescence. 
Your office and you. How to intimidate your inferiors through feng shui. Where did he find all these? <laughs> Bet they all came with the office. Get a load of this book. There's a ridiculously large, sophisticated looking book sitting on the desk and Jeremy picks it up. Prohibition and its effect on American morality. He opens the book. Well, that's ironic. He pulls out a half-drunken bottle of scotch. Scotch, anyone? Just like my gram-gram. She used to do that with old Bibles. Whoa, this has got to be illegal. My parents are going to kill me. Mine tried. The hammer slipped. Really? No, the hammer really got him. In fact, he's dying now. Jeremy has started poking around the desk area. That's not what I meant. Sorry, I must have misunderstood you. Whoa, there, ladies. Let's not make this situation turn ugly. Uh, too late. He is completely, she is completely frozen in shock. Jeremy, what is it? Jeremy rotates the desk chair, and there sits Mr. Adams. He was there the whole time. He was just dead at the side of the corpse. <laughs> Kathleen lets out a blood-curdling scream. Ah! Oh my god, it's here. No warmth, no breath, no pulse. Henry's not dead. Henry's dead. <laughs> we killed him. How could we have killed him? I can see my college application now. Honor student, mock trial lawyer, merit scholar, principal killer. Great novel, police file, I'll be on America's Most Wanted. We'll all be on America's Most Wanted. They'll probably have a snazzy name for us, like the principal's office killers. Well, hopefully something snazzier than that. I mean, I, if I'm going to be And then the phone rings. Ring. Okay, you guys, right now, before anything happens, we have to make a pact. Okay, the phone is still ringing. Ring. Don't. All right. But, like, are you going to answer that? Don't answer. Someone will know we're here. The phone's yeah. not ringing. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Okay, from now on, we never answer another phone. <laughs> I am so into that. Uh, yeah. But, like, how do I go on my dates? <laughs> do you just say, is that, is that what dates are for you? Is just walking around with a phone? Yeah, you just talk on the phone the whole time. Guys, a man is dead. What do we do? Well, he's still going to be dead. Yeah. He is still Okay. Um, we have to figure out the best way to leave here. I think we might have to go out the window just because we don't want to go back to the hallway in case someone sees us. Okay. Jeremy smashes a chair through the window. <laughs> Jeremy, Jesus! Sorry, Henry. I know you love this office. The chair flies best. back through the window. <laughs> Holy shit! What? Guys, I don't want to alarm anyone, but I think there's a tornado outside. Oh, God. Oh, God. I knew I was, was going to die in Indiana. Oh, God. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I've, like, totally trained for this. All we got to do is, like, hide under this desk, and then eventually we'll go back out the window. But if we're, like, on America's Most Wanted, do you think it's, like, a good picture of you? That is not the thing we're worried about. Yeah, that's coming later on. First, we got a tornado. <laughs> Kathleen examines the underside of the desk and realizes that there's corpse legs in the space that they need to hide. <laughs> I don't want to hide up against those corpse legs. It's but just like the last time I was in a tornado. Oh, it was not. You were lying. No, it, it, it was. There was a corpse and we had to hide underneath it because that was all that we had for shelter. That is this moment right now. No, but it also happened to be before. I've been down this road. Okay. All right. Everyone, everyone's getting very heated. I think we just need to calm knock, down. Knock, knock, knock. Mr. Adams, are you in there? Yes. What? <laughs> Why? This breaks our phone pack. Like, real Such life. a good idea. Go away, I'm naked. <laughs> okay, everybody, we gotta get through this window. Go, go. Get through the window. Get through the window. When, when can we talk about the budget? Later, when I'm not naked. All right. Come on, turn down. They all died in a tornado. <laughs> 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 
Rachel? <laughs> that's, be honest, that's how that one act Pretty ended, Pretty much right? exactly word for word. It's all, so creepy, guys. They all died in a tornado? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, a, you know, it was a big dramatic moment. I mean, it makes sense. Right. Difficult to stage. Yeah. Like, well. the tornado puppets are very involved. <laughs> we already had one, you know, so. Oh. Gotta get mileage. From, 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 from a previous production of Wizard of Oz. Of course. That's yeah. why everyone has tornado puppets. When else can you demand privacy? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not going to be pooping in his office. <laughs> that we no, know of. <laughs> like... It's not like he's Joe Rapp or anything. Hey, what the fuck? Hey, you love talking about poop. Yeah. Um, and your office is a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Okay, finally, we have the least complete scrap of old material tonight. I'm not even sure what we're going to do with this. <laughs> Ian brings us this random scrap of stuff that seems like it was destined for greatness before it was lost to time. Viet Wow! the historically accurate musical he attempted at age 17 about a draftee who falls in love in Vietnam and stays there as an expat. Yup, because that, uh, that is a story that I knew very intimately, apparently. <laughs> they say right what you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you couldn't find any characters, but uh, character descriptions or any of the dialogue, but... We do have some song titles. Yeah, I, uh, I, I was. This is this is at my uh, my working backwards point where I come up with the title for a thing and then figure out you know all the so important let's do things. This. Like, we have some lyrics for one of the songs. Yes. Um. Shay, you seem like you sing. <laughs> it happens. Why don't you share for us your rendition of the <clears throat> original book that Ian wrote for this, Sans Melody. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, for a song for the musical about Vietnam called Viet Wow, a song entitled This Is What I Mean by Pancake. <laughs> you got it. I've traveled the world looking for my new eats. I've tried pigs and goats, chicken, veal, and sheep. I thought everyone had had a pancake. I've been sent here to fight. I've been sent here to kill. I've been sent here despite my lack of will. But please tell me one day you'll try a pancake. That is what I mean by a pancake. <laughs> I just Rush. imagine a big ass pancake coming down, <laughs> like like a like As the moon. like the yeah. chopper from Miss Saigon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a pancake. That was beautifully sung, by the way. Yeah, oh. very well done. Thank yeah. you. I've been practicing my pancake songs. <laughs> um. So there's other song titles here. There are other song titles. And I'm titles. wondering if anybody wants to attempt uh, lyrics to some of these others. Do, do you know so lyrics I, for any of these other songs? I, didn't, I couldn't find any, but what I would say is this, is uh, what, what may help me you know, for when I, for when I relaunch this is... Uh, oh, and you definitely, sh and you definitely <laughs> should do that. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, is uh, looking through these song titles, which I'll read off in a moment... Um, if you have an idea for where this song would go or would fit into uh, into a story about uh, a historically accurate musical about Vietnam, um, please let me know, because, you know, I'll take notes. Uh, song titles include This Doesn't Look Like Paramus, uh, which is a town in New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> that's not a subtitle. That was just me clarifying. <laughs> No oh, good subtitle. Uh, Viet Wow, Viet No Way, Teta Teta Tet, 
Did someone say cadaver? Aww. Did somebody say cadaver? Like the one I'm hiding under right now. <laughs> I was stuck in a hole with this very al- alive man, and now he's dead and on top of me. Ah! Oh my god. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, I'm not offended, but I should be <laughs> There's also uh, me and my soul patch. One man job. Welcome to the funk jet. <laughs> And Vietnam never happened. Good God! Yeah. Yep. That's so. This is uh. Tell me about. Historic. Tell me what you envisioned for Welcome to the Funk. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that we need to see. Um. So uh, I I like so for Welcome to the Funk Jet. Uh, this was um, this is what I don't know why I thought that this was a historically accurate thing because that was very much what I put in my notes for this. But that to I, yeah, boost I think that I think that you just insisted that it was historically accurate, and you're like the details will work themselves out later. <laughs> I'll tell you where where I'll, I'll actually point out where that comes in in a minute. But like, uh, welcome to the funk jet was uh, what the government did to boost troop morale in in this world, not not reality. Okay, uh, okay so just not historically accurate. This is on Earth two. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, is a, this is a crisis on infinite Earth crossover Vietnam. Got it. This is what uh, this is what was sent over to boost troop morale uh, for troops who had been there for you know, ever. Screw you, so. Jane Fonda. A funk jet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, him, you be good to Jane Fonda. Mm-hmm. And so the historically accurate thing that I was going to go for with this, because you know, um, that's uh, that's a smart thing to do, um, was to use the was to take the story, the actual story of the Vietnam War, and then just put these songs in it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, this, there's, uh, there, you know, a lot of people just opted for Fortunate Son from Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that's been done. Oh, good point. Have welcome to the funk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, are you going to be pissed if I write all these songs? No. <laughs> I'm going to be very curious what you do with you them. You already started Did Someone Say Cadaver? And those yeah. lyrics were gold. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel okay. like you're, you're like the big problem with the historically accurate part is that you have a song called Vietnam Never Happened. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And again, it's uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna follow, or I was just going to follow the story and then just throw these in there. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. Okay, that's about all we're gonna be able to do with that. I that's think. fair. This is already much further than it ever got. <laughs> so you got two songs now. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've doubled the size of this musical. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's gonna be our show for tonight, actually. <laughs> um. We're gonna go away for like five minutes real quick here, uh, and then come back, and then we're gonna play a drinking game with all with all of y'all in the audience. I'm saying it now instead of turning off the recording before I say it, so that the people that are listening at home know what they missed. Watching us drink while we say more stuff that is just like the stuff that we were saying before, yeah. while we were also still drinking. <laughs> yeah. But now in an organized fashion. So thanks for tuning in to Later Nights with Late Nights Minneapolis. I've been your host, Stephen Montenegro. Have a good night.